You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share here significant and heartfelt messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face your challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. PICC Feast, hello, I miss you. I am in an airport and uh, my hair is horrible. Um, not been having uh, enough sleep. Um, I w- we, we had a grand feast in, uh, where am I? Sometimes I'm getting lost. Auckland, New Zealand. And then another grand feast in Christchurch, New Zealand. We had one last night in Brisbane. We're here. and But I'm flying now to Melbourne for a grand feast there tonight. So, you know, just amazing hunger, spiritual hunger of the people here. It is wild. You know, people are very, very hungry for the Lord. And, uh, wait, is that my flight? No, that's not my flight. <laughs> um, but there's so much spiritual hunger. And uh, it's like, you know, I'm... So continue to pray for me. Continue to pray for our mission here. Continue to pray for the feasts here. I just met a wonderful couple last night here in Brisbane. They're, they're, they're owners of a little restaurant. But, you know, they started six feast lights here. Wild. Amazing. So anyway... Um, these are the kinds of people I'm meeting here and so continue to pray for me and wherever I am wherever I go you are with me in my prayers so uh, receive the Word of God through Audie and Mike today God bless you miss you please welcome on stage the builder of Feast Bellevue PM session brother Mike Vinas Good morning, Feast. Can we just honor and give a big hand to Brother Audie for preaching a powerful word? Hallelujah. It is always so good to be with you. You know, I always find it a blessing to be able to visit our different feasts. And I, I'll tell you honestly, this particular feast is like an extended home away from my feast. You are like extended family. And so allow me to speak to you today, not as a guest, Allow me to speak to you today as family. Is that okay? So we're going to start out our series. And the first message of our series is entitled, Burn In. Pakisabi nga, burn in. To burn in simply means to use heat to draw, etch, or write something onto a material. I'll give you a good example for this. You see, if you look at my wedding ring, and I think I have a photo of that right here. If you look at my wedding ring, inside the inner rim is the phrase, unfailing love. And my wife and I agreed to put that in there so as to serve as a reminder for us that our marriage is bound and found by the unfailing love of God. And we are called to share that to one another. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. And so I pray for the same for those of you who are married here and for those of you who see themselves getting married. But how did this happen? You see, there's a laser instrument that somehow burns in or etches that phrase onto the inner rim. And so they used fire to be able to do that because if they used ink, no matter what indelible ink they would use, eventually it will fade away, yes? But they used fire to make it permanent. So in the inner rim of my ring is the phrase unfailing love and it will never fade away. And by God's grace, my prayer that it will not fade away in our hearts as well. 
So whenever we wear this, it's like a reminder for both of us, all right, that we should share the unfailing love of God to one another. And it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder for me whenever my wife is running late and I'm, I'm running crazy, okay? And it's a good reminder for her whenever I fix up something in our kitchen and I get it all messed up, okay? And it's a good reminder for both of us whenever we want to strangle one another already and because we're dr being driven crazy by one another. But that's unfailing love. Yes, married people, <laughs> right? And so that's what we did. But for some people, what they wrote inside the inner rim of their rings is the name of their spouse, is the name of their loved one. Somehow to simply mean that this person is theirs forever. Friends, what I find interesting, what I find so crazy is that God did exactly the same thing. Believe it or not, in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 16, it says there, See, I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Friends, I believe that when God wrote your name on His palm, He made it permanent. Because His love for you is permanent and His love for you is unfailing. I mean, nothing you can do will ever decrease His love for you. Not your sins, not your failures, not your weaknesses. I mean, you can run away from Him, walk away from faith and say, I give up all of this. But still, He will chase after you, pursue you, and not stop loving you. Why? Because you are God's forever. And that's our one big message today. You are God's forever. Amen. Hallelujah. One day, a rich young man comes up to Jesus in the book of Matthew, comes up to Jesus and asks this question. He says, Teacher, what good thing must I do to gain eternal life? Now, when you read this line, somehow it makes you think that he's pertaining to heaven, yes? That somehow this guy wants to go to heaven. He's asking, how do I get there? But, but let me ask you first. Who among you have got plans to go to heaven? Raise your hand. Where are you going? Smoking, non-smoking? Non-smoking, right? And it's good you raised your hand because I'll tell you this. You were made for heaven, and heaven was made for you. Do you believe that? So this guy asked this question, what do I have to do to gain eternal life? But many of us think that he's already pointing to heaven, but actually, he means more. You see, in Greek, eternal, pakisabi nga eternal, eternal, another, the Greek word for that is aionion, or A-I-O-N, N, oh, A I O N I O N. Ayun yun. Parang nung Monday, nung nagpark kami ng asawa ko, nung bumalik na kami sa parking, hindi namin mahanap yung parking namin, or hindi namin mahanap yung kochi namin. Kaya eventually nung nahanap ko yung kochi namin, sabi ko, ayun yun, ayun yun. Nge, corny. Gising lang guys, jan. Alam ko wala si brother Bo, pero okay lang yan, di ba? Alright. So ayun yun doesn't only mean eternal life, doesn't only mean endless life. All right? It actually means this. It means both the quantity and the quality of life. So it can actually mean that eternal life doesn't only mean your life in heaven. It can also mean your life here on earth. What am I saying, friends? Eternal life is living with God. And so ask yourself, are you living with God in your life right now? Is He in your life? 
Because if He is, that means, get this, that means eternal life starts now. And I, I would always preach, I would always say that the goal of life is not just for us to go to heaven. The goal of life is to bring heaven here on earth by living with, for, and like Jesus. Amen? Tingnan nga yung katabi mo. Mukha na bang Jesus yan? Okay? Kung oo, ipaku mo na yan. De, joke lang. <laughs> and so Jesus answers this rich dude. Remember, this rich dude asks, what do I do to gain eternal life? Jesus says this, if you want to enter life, in other words, if you want to live a full life, if you want to begin eternal life right here, right now in this world, if you want to enter eternal life, keep the commandments. Then this guy says, all this I have kept. In other words, God, I've got this all covered. All of this is done. Check, 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 check. We're all good. But he still asks this question, what do I still lack? So for those of you who are foreigners here, just ask someone to translate this for you. But I'll say this. Imagine you si Kuya, mayaman na, okay, mabait pa. Hindi ko na alam kung pogi siya, di ba? Pero okay na rin yun kasi uso naman ngayon yung maganda na inlove sa mabait. Kayo naman, no? Pangit ka agad, makajudge, grabe. <laughs> but this guy was the real deal. If there was a dating app during that time, his score would probably be the highest. He was the most eligible bachelor of all of Israel. But he knew something was wrong. And when he asked, Lord, what do I still lack? Alam niya, he knew something was missing in his life. And so, maybe for some of you here, you have everything in this life. Just like that rich man. You have everything in life, and yet you feel there's still something missing. There's still something lacking. So let's, let, let's go back to what Jesus said to this rich man. And maybe this is his message for you as well today. In Matthew 19, verse 21, he said this. Are you listening? Are you with me? Okay, good. If you want to be perfect, in other words, again, if you want to live a full life and have eternal life right here, right now, and begin here, he says this, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. And here it is, he says, then come follow me. Now friends, take note, okay? Jesus did not broadcast this to everybody. Alright, Jesus didn't post this on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and everybody saw it. Jesus didn't preach this to so many people, to thousands. This was not a blanket commandment for all. He was simply telling this guy, alright, he was not requiring this of all of his followers. He was simply telling this to this guy because why? He was checking on the position of priorities in his heart. So wealth really wasn't an issue here. Money was not the problem. The problem was that wealth, or the problem wasn't wealth, but the position of wealth in his heart. Because if you look back into this passage, you will come to realize that the number one thing, the top spot in his heart was money. It was money, it was wealth that was the most important thing to him. So much so that when Jesus asked him to let go of it, he was sad. He couldn't remove money from the top spot of his heart to make way for Jesus to be number one in his heart. And so for some of you guys here who have everything in life and you feel there's still something missing, there's still something lacking, 
Maybe it's high time that you clear the stage. Maybe it's high time that you clear the top spot in your heart and enthrone Jesus as King and Lord and Savior over your life. Maybe that's the one thing that you need. In fact, that's the one thing you'll ever need. Enthrone Him King and follow Him because you are complete in Christ. Yes? Amen. So, that was true for him. And for those of you who have everything in life. But for some of you, you don't have everything in life. In fact, some of you feel you have nothing. And you think having everything will solve everything. You think having everything in life will satisfy you. And because in this world, you can get everything, right? You can get all power, prestige, popularity, possessions, and positions, thinking that those things will satisfy you. But I'll tell you, it doesn't. And it actually leaves you even more empty. And you will still somehow lie at bed at night thinking that there's still something missing and lacking in life. Am I making sense? And I think St. Augustine got this right. He got it on point with his prayer. Let's have it on screen and let's read it all together. One, two, three, go. Our hearts were made for you, O Lord, and they are restless until they rest in you. We crave for our Creator. Everybody say crave. And let's illustrate this, okay? This is, and I'll show a picture of this. This is the son of Brother Odi. His name is Ethan. And whenever I see Ethan, I would usually borrow him from his parents. So that we, would, we could play around. Siguro, practice na rin namin yung mag-asawa kasi wala pa kaming anak. So pray for us on that. At siguro sabik ako. Bakit? Sabik ako kasi hindi ako ginawang ninong. Burn. <laughs> Kaya tawag burn sa series. But anyway, so I would borrow him and we would play around. And of course, I want to keep him entertained. So I would bring him around the mall, show him different stuff just to keep him preoccupied. We would play games and do everything I could just to keep him with me. But then after a while, he will notice that he's away from his parents. And when he notices that he's away from them, what will happen? He begins to be restless and he begins to cry, Mama, Mama, da, 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 da. And so I would want to pacify him. And what do we do in this day and age if we want to pacify a kid, rightly or wrongly? What do we do? We whip out our cell phone. Diba? Ganyan tayo. Whether that's right or wrong, I do not know. That's a different talk altogether. But I tried it myself. And it worked for a time. So he watched. He was amazed by those different colors coming out of the screen. But at some point, he still noticed that he was not with his parents. And so he, he still cried. One time, he was already restless. He was already crying. And I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything to do to pacify him. So you know what I did? I sang to him. I sang, Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love. And you know what happened? All the more did he cry. Mas lalo pa siyang umiyak. And so I said, I give up. I give up. Let's go back to your parents. So I brought him back to his mom and dad. And as if nothing happened, he stops crying and starts smiling. Bad trip, diba? <laughs> but that, my friends, is a beautiful picture 
of our need for God. The psalmist got it right when he said this in Psalm 42, verse 1 to 2. Let's read it again together. 1, 2, 3, go. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. You see, just like the psalmist, just like this rich man who Jesus was talking to, we knowingly or unknowingly, we long for God. We, we, we thirst for God. We pine for God. We need God. And so, why is that? It's because we are made for Him. In Colossians, in the, Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, it says this, All things have been created through Him and for Him. In other words, when God created you, when He designed you, He designed you to be His. He designed you to be in loving relationship with Him forever. And that's why we say, you are God's forever. In fact, you are God's beloved forever. Amen? Come on, if you believe that, let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Some people put it this way, that you have a God-shaped hole in your soul that only God can fill. And on our part, we try so much to be able to fill this void, fill this vacuum by trying anything and everything in this world to somehow satisfy that hole, that need. We try to try different things, thinking that it'll work, but at the end of the day, we realize that there's still something missing, that there's still something lacking in our lives. There's this song, I think it came out a few years ago by Alicia Keys, and the line goes, everything means nothing if I ain't got you. And I believe that's true, my friends. Everything in this world means nothing if you ain't got Jesus. But if you have Jesus, you have everything you will ever need. Amen? You are God's forever. Let's all stand. Hallelujah. So St. Augustine got it right when he said that our deepest need in this life, our deepest need is our need for God. The problem with us is that we misread our need. We get mixed signals or we, we, we get the wrong signals. We think we need stuff that will actually fill that void, fill that emptiness, but we realize later on it doesn't work. Sometimes we think we need a new phone or a new gadget. Sometimes we think we need a new boyfriend or a new girlfriend. Sometimes we think we need more money or we need more success. But really, again, as long as Jesus is not in the top spot of your heart, none of this could actually help you or work for your life. Ultimately, my friends, we need only God. And get this, one of the strong causes, listen, and I pray that you get this well today. One of the strong causes of burnout is when we expect stuff to provide or when we expect what we expect from stuff, what only God can provide. And let that simmer with you again today, all right? Let me just say that again. We expect from stuff what only God can provide. You know, six years ago, I started building my feast. And at that time, I attached my satisfaction to success. 
In other words, I attach my joy, my fulfillment, my peace, my worth to the success of my work. And at that time, I measured success with a number. And that number was our feast attendance. Thinking that if I get to a certain number, I would be happy or I would be successful. So when we were at 100, I wanted us to go to 200. When we got to 200, was I happy? No. I drove again and did our, my, did our best to be able to get to 300. At 300, we wanted to get to 400 and so on and so forth. In other words, I pegged my peace to a number. And that's why no wonder there was always that self-imposed pressure to perform and succeed where I will kill myself preaching my best every Sunday, developing leaders right away, discipling people left and right, calling meetings one after another. And that is why eventually I crashed and I burnt out. Not once, not twice, but so many times. Burnout after burnout after burnout. Physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. Until one day, through prayer and through certain people. I won't have enough time to actually tell you the story. But through certain people, the Lord made me realize that what I was doing was crazy and endless. That I was simply chasing on a number that might not even exist. And that this number will never satisfy me. Friends, I'll admit today, I thought Success would satisfy me. But it didn't. In fact, many of us, we tie our success to a number. Right? We tie success to, to let's say, a sales quota or a net income or a salary or a number of Facebook likes or followers. We tie our success to a number. But I'll tell you today, none of these numbers matter. None of these numbers will ever satisfy you. In fact, you don't need any of these numbers. You simply need the one. And His name is Jesus. Your healer, your defender, your savior. And He is the only one that will satisfy every heart, every heart's desire in this life. Friends, chase after a number follow the Savior because true success can only be found in the Savior for in Him there is joy there is fulfillment there is peace that the world cannot give ultimately my friends only God can satisfy you for you were designed to be God's forever. Amen. If you believe this word today, can I invite you to lift up your hands once more if it's something comparable for you. Just close your eyes with me and allow me to lead you in prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word that convicts us and challenges us to take a look at our lives and see who is on the top spot or what is on the top spot. And so we pray today that by the fire of your Holy Spirit that you would burn away all that is not of you in us. That you would make a way in our hearts for you to reign as number one, as the number one thing, the top spot in our lives, God. So purify our desires that we would desire only you in this life. That we would follow you and pursue you with all that we've got. Because we are yours and yours forever. We are yours and yours forever. This is the cry of our hearts, God. To be in loving relationship with you 
every day for the rest of our lives knowing that it is only you that can satisfy us. It is only you that can fulfill us and give us lasting joy and peace. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Let's sing. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, please visit lightfam.com slash podcasts.